the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show, 235, and on the phone from Washington, D.C., Congressman French Hill from District 2 joins us here now on the Dave Ellswick Show. we got the power panel here. Uh, Congressman Elizabeth and R.D. and Paul are all here. I hear that um, there is palatable excitement, that it's crackling all around the Capitol. <laughs> is that true? It is crackling with excitement. It's State of the Union Day. It's about a 25-mile-an-hour wind up here and 20 degrees. So people are crackling. They're standing (laughs) around crackling, ready for some heat. Yeah, you guys are trying to stay warm, huh? Yeah, but uh, no, it's uh, it's exciting to think it's State of the Union uh, Day, and we get to reflect back on uh, the past year where we saw the economy take uh, front page away from all the distractions of the past 10 years and bad ideas floating around where we've right-sized regulation, reduced regulatory costs, and we've uh, reformed the tax system for the first time in three decades to encourage work and reward work and get this economy growing faster. So I hope uh, the president recognizes what a great opportunity it is to reflect on those accomplishments. All right. So I want to play a little audio for you, Congressman. I want you to hear it. This is from Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House. And here's what he had to say about the State of the Union tonight. I think you're going to hear the kind of speech most presidents hope they can give, wish they could give, which is we're doing well. We have a lot of things we've accomplished in 2017. Unemployment is at a 17-year low. Economic confidence is at a 17-year high. We just overhauled the entire tax system for the first time in 31 years. We've got a great justice on the Supreme Court. So the president is going to be able to talk about a lot of great things that he got done. Really good stuff the president has to work with tonight. Would you agree? I mean, you kind of paraphrased that in what you said as we started our interview here. I agree, and I think the economy is the number one story. But I would argue that uh, President Trump has had a good year on foreign policy. Yes, he's proposed a uh, uh, the kind of redirection and reformation for our defense forces that uh, we've wanted for years. He's gotten the first pay raise uh, agreed to in eight years for the men and women in uniform. When uh, Assad used chemical weapons in the Trump administration, uh, we took out his uh, air capability of doing that and some of the uh, armaments related to it. That didn't happen during the uh, Obama administration, and it set uh, Syria on a course for total collapse. Uh, He went to the Mideast this year and met with not only Saudi Arabia and Egypt and Israel uh, and the Pope, from a leadership point of view, the three big important religions of the world, but he also set a standard by inviting all Uh, Muslim leaders, both uh, cleric and governmental, to Saudi Arabia to talk about we have to end radical Islamic terrorism, and no president has done that before. So I think he had a good 
a good year on foreign policy, and we have the first sanctions regime with the United Nations and Europe and the U.S. against North Korea in, in two decades. Yeah, it, it's been a really amazing run, I believe, for the president here this first year, especially when you look at regulatory reform that he's done himself, when you look at the man that he put on the Supreme Court, I think all of those things work together. It's been a fantastic year, and it's it's been a good year. I mean, my 401k looking pretty bright, to be honest with you, Congressman. Yeah, we've had uh, the market reflect the uh, change in policy and direction of the regulatory system, the Federal Reserve monetary policy, and, uh, in my view, uh, the real structural benefits of this tax reform, and it reflects it. And um, I think citizens all across the country have seen that benefited in their retirement assets. Hey, Congressman Hill, this is R.D. Hopper. Thanks for being on the show today. Uh, you bet, R.D. Hey, I'd like to thank you for your voting record as far as going with the president. You know, I believe that we are a freer country now than we were a year ago. If you look at it, we were rewarding bad behavior and sending Iran money uh, and bribing them to do what we wanted to. And I can see where you voted for sanctions for both Iran Iran and, and Korea for, for their bad behavior. And uh, as far as my industry, before when Obama was in there, we were always fighting water acts where they were trying to take control of more waterways. And uh, since he's been in there, we've had more freedom. You've voted to loosen up some of the regulations for doing business is and uh i appreciate your voting record and and working to try to make this country a freer place again well i already appreciate that i mean when i first started campaigning to uh attempt to represent central arkansas in congress back at the end of 2013 and, and early 2014 one of the things i centered uh my campaign on, having worked for 30-plus years in the private sector, was right-sizing the regulations, having a cost-benefit analysis of the regulations across industry, water, uh, banking, health, because the layers and layers have created what I called back then a wet blanket on our economy. And so I was so pleased to see Mick Mulvaney, who is the OMB director for President Trump, and Naomi Rao, who is the Director of Regulatory Affairs at OMB, they've worked with the president and taken uh, this effort seriously all during 2017. And you have billions of dollars of annualized regulatory savings. And I argue we still have our, our goals, clean air, clean water, safe financial services companies, clean and safe hospitals. This isn't about a destructive deregulation. This is about right-sizing regulations so we can create jobs and have faster economic growth, but still at the same time protect consumers. Of course, I just suggest it's just been overdone for the last uh, 10 to 12 years, and it's, we've borne a major economic cost for it. Well, we felt it in the auto recycling industry for sure, and the loosening of the rope a little bit in Washington is is helping even even here in Arkansas in the auto recycling industry. We uh, we are very proud of what we're able to do for the environment. 
but we have to be able to stay in business in the same time to be profitable and be able to continue to do it. Right. So let me ask uh, Congressman, I mean, we all know about the State of the Union. We're all excited about it. I think the president's going to hit it out of the park tonight, to be honest with you. But what about this memo? Have you had a chance to see it? Yes, I uh, read uh, the House Intelligence Committee memo that outlined their findings in their investigation uh, at the FBI and the Department of Justice in handling uh, part of uh, Mrs. Clinton's email issue and the so-called fusion GPS uh, matter as it related to the uh, Trump campaign. And those two things, of course, are fused together uh, by the actions of the Democratic Party and the Clinton campaign. And after I read it, I felt like it was balanced and that the citizens needed to be able to have access to read it. Uh, It's not something that would be hard to read or to study Uh, in any way. It's pretty straightforward. And so I was pleased last night that the Intelligence Committee in the House voted to declassify it. It's now gone to the President of the United States, who has up to five days to review the memo, five legislative days to review the memo and determine if it can be declassified or or changed uh, in some manner. So um, I I just think people will be benefited by seeing the, the facts in the matter. So a real quick question. I know that the Democrats give the uh, response to the State of the Union after the president is done. Do you think anybody be watching that or will they be uh, reading the memo? Uh, well, they may be reading the memo or they may be reviewing their 401k statement. That's true. Uh, after, <laughs> I, I think I think I would say the Democrat members of the committee have also drafted a memo. Uh, they uh, have asked the committee to let members read. That was effective this morning. Uh, last week, they said there shouldn't be any memos. People shouldn't write memos. They shouldn't declassify memos. This is not good procedure. I came to work this morning, and now the Democratic members of the House Intelligence say they've written a memo and that uh, they propose that members of Congress read this memo. And Can we so that one public I too? haven't done it today. I've had other things to do, but I will try to, uh, in the next few days, read uh, their memo and, and see what it addresses. Uh, so, you know, this is one of those things where, in, in some ways, I have to tell you, to be honest, Dave, I don't think any of this should be subject of the two political parties going back and forth, to be blunt. I mean, I think this kind of material should be um, kept sub rosa, but when you uh, allow it to get out into the general um, I guess, uh, conversation in the country, then I think people ought to look at the true facts and not what somebody says are the facts. And that's why I support letting people review the memorandum. Right. Congressman, this is Paul Calvert. Um, hey, Paul. Uh, I was listening to, um, oh, what's the attorney's name, the law school professor that was on, on the air with Robert you Steinbach. Robert Steinbach yesterday afternoon. And, yeah. and, and he's, one of his big issues is, is government transparency. And it, and I'm I'm on board with that idea. I, th- I think it's awesome when we can have the basically the most transparency as possible. Is, is yeah. there some some way that we can streamline the process of declassifying a lot of this 
top secret stuff that really shouldn't be top secret. It just ends up being sort of cover up for stupid government behavior sometimes. Yeah, good good question. So two comments. One, uh, the reason work product does get classified in working in the intel committees, obviously, is to protect the uh, sources and methods of the gathering uh, exercise. Sometimes it's actually not the conclusions or um, the analysis, but in fact, how did this information become in U.S. Uh, hands? So that's why things are carefully, uh, supposedly, and should be carefully considered when they're classified. And then that's why there's a formal process to declassify. This issue of what we're talking about in the Intel committees takes, uh, if statutorily, about 19 days to, if somebody took all the time necessary to declassify something. And so the process, uh, that clock has started. I think it'll be finished in far less than that time. So there is a open and transparent process about how to uh, disclose an item and declassify it, and Congress has uh, that authority. The other thing I would say to listeners is let's be reminded why we have a House and Senate Intelligence Committee. This is because of some of the abuses in the past by our intelligence operation, uh, both domestically and internationally. And so this is the uh, People's House and the U.S. Senate's responsibility to do oversight of the executive branch. And that's how this investigation started. Americans wanted to know what happened during the 2016 election in either party. Uh, and obviously, all roads kept leading back to the FBI because of the Comey work on the on the Clinton emails. And so that's how we got here. And that's why both the Senate and the House are involved in reviewing that process. Con- uh, Congressman, we've got one last question for you. Elizabeth has it, and I'm going to let her ask you. There's a lot of talk sure. that we, the people, would not understand the memo without the supporting documentation. You've seen the memo. What would you say? I would say, Elizabeth, it's actually pretty straightforward. I figured. Um, I, I don't. I, um, I don't. I'm not against that uh, if it were necessary. But I think uh, when and if it's uh, declassified and you read it, I found it to be plain English and uh, pretty pretty straightforward. So uh, I, I do think occasionally there are circumstances where absolutely any kind of a summary needs to have some supporting material. But in this instance, I think I think people will find it pretty straightforward. Releasing the Democrat memo. Uh, the Democrat memo, uh, I want to read it, and I think that's where most members are. We just learned about it this morning, uh, but I think it should be read. I think it should be looked at in the same light. Uh, what's in it? How is it written? Is it clear and concise? Uh, and does it deserve to uh, uh, be uh, declassified or sent to the president for a proposal to be declassified? So I think the committee, in fact, I know the committee, will perform exactly the same rules and analysis as was used on this uh, brief four-page memo by the uh, by the majority. Well, Congressman, our time is up with you. I want to thank you for giving us the time today to talk about all of uh, all of this. And uh, has Carolyn found you a proper seat there in, in, the, in the, uh, the, the well of the House so that whenever, like, for instance, the Supreme Court justices are on, we'll see you? Well, I don't want to sit too next to them. Sometimes they'll slump over and fall asleep in your lap. You're better off. You're, you're, you're better off being a little ways back. But uh, I look forward to being in the chamber tonight and listening uh, to the speech. And I really thank you for the opportunity to visit.
Sure thing, Congressman. Thanks so much. We appreciate you, Congressman French Hill. And uh, uh, I'll be watching to just see if I catch a glimpse of him and Bruce Westerman and Cotton and Bozeman all sitting down there, Crawford, Womack. They'll all be there to hear what the president has to say. Our coverage starts at 7 o'clock. They got an hour pre and then the speech at 8. Then they'll uh, take it from there until 10 o'clock here on 96.5 FM, The Answer. Don't forget about uh, everything that you know about claiming your Social Security benefits. Benefits have been turned upside down. The government's good about that. If you want the new rules that uh, how you should go about claiming your benefits without losing tens of thousands of dollars in uh, lifetime benefits that you're losing uh, that are rightfully yours, then what you need to do is get the facts in the updated 2018 Guide to Social Security from David Lucas of The David Lucas Show. That happens here on Saturdays uh, at 10 a.m. and again at 3 p.m. It's a simple, easy-to-read guide packed full of up-to-date information for 2018 that can help you avoid losing lots and lots of money. To get your free 2018 guide to Social Security, be one of the first 10 callers right now, 501-653-6690. That's 501-653-6690. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.